0: So, JB, I know we're all really, really excited that football is back. I know they've been playing for a couple weeks, but for us, UK and SEC getting started is what we've all been waiting for. And we've talked a lot about it over the last couple months with moving into the new house, but Lindsey and I had kind of, once we got back into the routine of school starting, and we kind of put some things on the back burner that we had wanted to do with the house. But over the last week or so, we've decided we're just going to go ahead and get everything ready and finished because we want to have a bunch of – tailgate-type parties at our house, since we can't normally host um, our tailgates at Kroger Field. So this past week, uh, we have put up a couple TVs. You helped me. You came over, was it Saturday? Last mm-hmm. Saturday, right? Yep. Um, and we mounted a TV on the outside of my house. Um, the previous owners had had a TV mounted out there, so there was kind of like a spot for it. They'd already run the wiring in terms of having an outlet like uh, raised. And so JB and I leveled it off, and Kyle was there. Um, he's absent today, but um, we put that up. It's it's looking good. It worked. We watched some of the PGA, um, and the, or the U.S. Open. And so that was looking good. And then this week, you don't even know this, JB. Well, I think I've told you, but we finally got the back room, which we're calling the den, finished. Yep. And so... you saw pictures. Oh, that's right. I did send them to you. I, no, um, you didn't. Lindsay did. No, I, I, no yeah, I put them, did I not put them in the group message? Uh, no. I Ooh, okay. Well, Lindsay sent them. Anyway, <clears throat> a, a big issue we had been having was we were waiting on this couch that we had ordered at, at the end of July. And originally it was, oh, beginning of September, and then it was going to be late September. Well, I just kept checking and checking and checking, and finally they were like, oh, it's not even going to be made until end of October, early November, and then it's got to show. And we're like, forget this noise. And so we ended up um, getting a full refund on that. So that day after I got that refund, we ended up finding another couch, so we moved the sectional from the one room to the back room, mm-hmm. and we moved, and then we put the new couch in the other room, and then I got a 70-inch TV for the, for the den. Uh, I mounted that yesterday, yeah, uh, Tuesday on my own. I did it all myself. Really? Yeah, and it looks great. It's got a slight tilt. It's up a little higher than we uh, were, than we had wanted, but I wasn't moving anything. It was, It's going where it's going. But it tilts the, the, yeah. the bracket, um, and it looks great. So for the game on Saturday, which all of you will be in attendance, we've got the outside TV, we've got the den TV, we've got the living room TV, and maybe we can put Tom Leach on the call uh, somewhere in the house. There but, you go. So it should be a good time. I'm excited football is back.
1: So what are you drinking tonight? I see you've already strayed away from your uh, last week's. We'll get that in memoriam. <laughs> we'll, get that. we'll get
0: to that in memoriam. Um, I'm sipping on a Key Lime Pie Goza from Rock House. Um, it has become probably top three, if not top two, of my favorite beers in Lexington. And they will be brewing it um, all year round. It usually is just in the summer season. But um, it is one of my favorite beers. Maybe not even in Lexington. Maybe anywhere. So There you go. All right. All right. Let's
1: get, Let's to, get it. to it.
2: Cheers. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I want to go home.
1: Well, funny story about the Goza is uh, I took a week off. Well, around my birthday, I took a week off our last podcast. I took a week off work and um, had all these projects. I like I my... Bathroom sink drain wasn't draining right for a long time. So there. prior to my vacation, I took it all apart, cleaned it out. Ooh. It was disgusting. And I've reassembled it, but I know that there's still a little water leaking somewhere. So I need to take it apart again and tighten yeah. some things, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I still haven't done. But I plan to do that week. <laughs> um, I also could tell that in the bottom of my refrigerator, well, number one, I didn't know that that drawer that's at the bottom of your refrigerator, like the whole drawer complex can actually pull yeah, out. absolutely, so you can clean
0: underneath.
1: Well, yeah, there was a science project or two growing, <laughs> growing back there. It was disgusting. Um, but that clear glass plate that sits on top of the drawers, it's like the bottom shelf of your refrigerator. Right. Um, between jello shots and thawing meat, there were various what juices and stuff down there. Um, so I also took an opportunity to clear out some of the old beer that had been in my refrigerator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some of it was from a November tailgate uh, last, last year? year. Wow. Yeah, that that Missouri one, that, that those guys—well, <laughs> they were Bush heavies. Oof! And so I know that I got them for that tailgate. Got it. For those Missouri. And you gotta drink them up. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Nick actually drank one, like at uh, some point out of the summer. But there were the other two <laughs> random beers that were in there, were some like Mexican gozas or something really? like that. Yeah, that had just like been floating around. Yeah. From last tailgate. So,
2: <laughs>
1: I I have a hard time. Um, like just like throwing old food or stuff like in the trash can or if I had a garbage disposal down the garbage disposal. Right. Um, so at my old house, uh, three years ago or so like that, I would just like, there were lots of birds that would fly by or dogs that would walk by. <laughs> the old and, so, the bark. and so in that, <laughs> uh, what do you call the area? I think we had this discussion once, that area between your sidewalk and the street the greenscape? Tree lawn? Tree lawn. Yes, the tree lawn. It's called it tree lawn. Yes. Is
0: that how I don't
1: know. I've never heard that word before. Um, but anyway, I, I would take... It's a lawn with a tree in it. I would take... Uh, <laughs> tree lawn. Baked beans, old... <laughs> old um, <laughs> Old macaroni and cheese yeah. like anything I had I would like pour it out in the tree lawn and then like birds would come by and eat it and things like that Would you take pictures and wave to them? No 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 <laughs> uh, so my the tree lawn at my new at where I live now it isn't like that was like on a side street now like yeah. my tree lawn's a, a major thoroughfare so I'm not gonna like put in a bustling metropolis <laughs> I'm not gonna or grease like what do you yeah. do with Greece like yeah. that, I would yeah. I would throw it out there. So at my, at my, where I live now, between my house and the next door neighbors, there is a, there's a tree line oh. that's a pretty, it's probably five feet wide and it, there's trees and like, yeah. and so that's where I throw my grease. That's where I th- throw my excess food, right? <laughs> well, my uh, upstairs neighbors one day texted me and said, weird question. But do you know why there would be a dozen uh, English muffins under the tree (laughs) out here? Nope. No idea. (laughs) And I said, well, interesting story. Uh, You found my uh, garbage disposal or uh, composting pile. (laughs) And that's where I throw things that I don't want anymore that I think that the animals would like to eat. And he goes interesting and, and you know, he, at that. he did he did bring it up one more time he's like man that english muffin thing was just really funny that you did that um
2: so uh,
1: so <laughs> back to it thomas's
0: or kroger yeah, yeah
1: no they were the mm-hmm. nice ones the, the thomas, thomas ones, ones. Dang, yeah yeah the, well it was after one of the it was after the it was after the oh, rip that's right uh I know your St. Patrick's Day party we had that was like the last event of the year, right? Yeah, of yeah, Pre-COVID, yeah. Um, but so the whole point of the story was I had these beers that I like just didn't want to like throw a full can of beer. Um, <laughs> you of the squirrels. <laughs> well, I had like Lindsay gone to Costco and bought four mums to decorate my you front. You them in the mums. I, <laughs> I had the moms drunk. I hadn't watered them yet, so I thought they would enjoy the moisture. Well, the top two moms died. No. Fell off the stairs. Did they grow beards? Did they grow beards? No. (laughs) But they smell like a jalapeno goza. (laughs) That's how I fertilized them. So, oh, that's good. So I don't know if uh, my mums are opening. I know I don't know if my mums are the winners of the week or the oh, losers of the that's week. That's
3: awesome. That's a winner. Yep. Can't can wait for that text from your neighbors. Hmm. An interesting question, but uh, we walked by these mums. They're yeah.
1: gone. They're gone. So uh, yeah. it's just me now. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Let's hear. Um, I only have one win, so I'll so go okay. ahead and let you go kick off with um, your wins. Mine's so all
0: good. kind of in one thing is it's just sports, mm-hmm. and I know we talk a lot on this pod about sports, but, like, I mean, everything's happened. I know we talked about it culminating. We were sad for so long because I miss sports. And now, like, I watched the U.S. Open last weekend. I'm following along the NHL finals. I've really watched a lot of it, but it's on. Yeah. I'm following the Cardinals and Indians almost every night, either on my phone or on my app. The NBA playoffs has been, like, a walking billboard for the Cats. I mean, every night it's either Bam getting a block or Murray going off or uh, AD hitting game winners. Hero had 37 last night. I mean, Cal couldn't have asked for a better advertisement during this time. And I haven't watched a lot of the NBA playoffs, but I've been following it. And, like, every morning you wake up and there's some new story. um, And it's just been really, really great to have sports back. Um, I know how much they they mean to me just, like, as an outlet for – Getting my mind off things, especially with my new job, it's just something that I always uh, am excited about. Like doing fantasy football again. Uh, you and I did some side wagers on uh, the U.S. Open, and we're doing a pick'em, which Connor didn't do his picks last week for NFL. Oh, oh, yeah, and so he's probably out of it. No, but I but lost, but it
1: lets you back in. Like you can keep picking the Survivor. Yeah.
0: But oh well, Connor oh, lost forgot. week one on the Survivor, but he didn't do his regular picks either last week. Yeah. I but anyway. Good uh, reminder. Uh, because I man, did my man. picks last night. Anyway, I'm just very happy that sports are back. I think that's a huge win, and I really hope the Cardinals win tonight and that they can get into the playoffs, even though they won't do very well. It would be great to, to have a little bit more playoff baseball to watch. So that's my big win for the week
1: and the past couple weeks. Exactly. So speaking of that, Sunday night, did you probably didn't even know this, but the Emmys were on, like no, the TV I, awards. I did see
0: it only because Shit's Creek won so much. Was that what you're
1: getting? Uh, no, but um, uh, but so I do have some categories that I've picked from the mm-hmm. Emmy winner but I'm going to give you the nominees. I'm going to see if you oh I like this because I have can, no clue. Okay,
0: I, know. I only only one I know is Schitt's Creek.
1: Okay, so and that's for best comedy correct, show. Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. so this is outstanding actor, lead actor in a comedy series. Okay, I
0: like this.
1: So mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson for Black-ish. Uh-huh. Don Cheadle for Black Monday never heard of Ted any. Danson for The Good Place. Like him. Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method. Okay. Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek and Rami Youssef for Rami. Okay. Now first, how many of their shows did you have you even seen?
0: Seen? Yes. Um, I've seen Good Place. Um, I've seen Schitt's Creek. What was the first one you said? Blackish. Blackish. I've never
1: seen that. A- but you know who Anthony Anderson is? Yeah, yeah, like I know
0: it. who yeah, yeah. And I know who the show is. I've never seen it.
1: Now, do you watch Good Place and Shit's Creek on a regular basis? No. Okay, you've seen Anderson's Creek. Uh, yeah,
0: I've seen like the first seasons of both. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I'm going to abstain from this because I have seen this.
1: Oh, you know who won? Yeah. Do you all know who won? No. Okay. Who do you uh, think,
3: what's
0: your
1: guess? Well, I
3: don't think it was Eugene Levy. Who, go, who, who's go the with, dad from American Pie? True. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Anderson Blackish.
1: Do you know? Okay, so it was Eugene Levy. Yeah. He did of oh, really? so, yeah. oh, he was
3: one of the... Uh, oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, but
1: uh, the, the fact that he was the lead actor... I thought his son would be the lead... Like, he's considered the lead actor. Right. His son and is that, the supporting actor. And
0: his son's the, the writer and creator of the sh- series. I think yeah. they write it
1: together, but yeah.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so lead actress in a comedy, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me...
0: I've never seen it, but I know it's on Netflix. Uh,
1: Ra- Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Ms. Mabel. Saw the first. Yeah, Maisel. Maisel.
0: I saw the first couple episodes.
1: Um, Linda, Linda Cardellini, which is dead oh, to me.
0: Yeah, she was on, Dennis. yeah, yeah. She was the um, the girl on uh, Bloodline, the sister on Bloodline, if you ever saw that. Okay. I'm, I'm currently watching it right now. It's really good. Yeah, and she was on something else, too. She's been on a couple things.
1: Catherine O'Hara, Shit's Creek. Yep. So the mom from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Issa ray from Insecure. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. And then Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish.
0: Okay. That's the wife. And, yes. And, yeah, yeah. and she was she the got, first. She's got big hair. Yeah, yeah she was. The... Hair, kind of,
1: she yeah. was on the DNC, she was the first host. Oh, I didn't know the that. first night. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guesses?
0: You guys go first. I'll
3: go last. I don't know
1: You do know who won? Oh, did you look at my sheet?
3: No. Oh. Uh, I kind of forgot most of them. Uh, we'll go with Kristen Bell. Was She's it? not one of the candidates, but no, uh, no, sorry. it's Catherine O'Hara because right.
0: Shits Creek ends up sweeping. Oh, they yes. won all of these. So um, they won. They won, they won like, seven. They won everything they were
1: nominated. They won yes. best actor, best that was actress. Just her producer, Phil. They won best actor, best actress, <laughs> supporting actor, supporting, supporting actress, and best comedy. So we'll skip do you, over. Did you get writer too? I don't know. If, I don't know if I had writer on here. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So here we go. Outstanding lead actor in a drama. Okay. Okay. Jason Bateman, Ozark. Okay. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Okay. Steve Carell Morning Show. Okay. Brian Cox Succession.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Billy Porter Pose, Pose, Pose. I don't, don't know that one. I know all the other
0: ones. And on. then
1: Jeremy Strong Succession. So I don't know of the Succession characters which so is So the which,
0: Cox actually. is the the old man the, okay. uh, the the patriarch. And then the the one that the second one you said is the son. Jeremy Strong. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to vote him. Okay. I've seen Succession.
3: Well, you've um, seen the whole series, right?
0: No, I saw that the first season and a half. But he's—I know he's always—they're talking about him a lot. I'll go him. Uh, the guy from Ozarks.
3: I
1: just want to oh, Jason James. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Thank you. Mm, I've never seen any of those. You haven't seen any of
0: them?
3: I okay. need watch Ozarks. You got some time oh, on your hands. Well, I've, seen
1: <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of them, but you're right. Jeremy Strong from Succession. Hey, one.
0: all right.
1: Okay, so then, then the last one we'll do is—I guess one more after this. But outstanding lead actress in a drama series: Jennifer Aniston, Morning Show; Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Okay. Jodie Comer Killing Eve mm-hmm. Laura Linney Ozark Sandra Oh Killing Eve she used to be on Grey's Anatomy yeah I know who she is and then And Sideways uh, yep and then Zendaya yeah. for Euphoria I don't I know, know what that, that is, is.
3: I, you go first I, I, th- I already know you, you do? do? okay yeah I think I saw some well okay, right. I'll go next then or right I'll or go something. before you
0: no i would go before E um, with Aniston I just recently watched I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to go with The Girl from The Crown.
1: Okay. It,
3: it was in Zendaya? It was. It is. Yeah, no, no, it. What, what is, is that show? What's Euphoria? Uh, I'm not entirely sure if we're going to be honest. Sure. Okay. It might be on HBO maybe or Showtime. I don't, I don't think it's on like Netflix or
1: anything. All right. Outstanding comedy series we already yeah. talked about. That was Schitt's Creek. So how about Outstanding Drama? That's what I was going to hope you did okay. this one.
3: Uh, I so, don't
0: know. I don't know what the, I don't. I haven't seen it, but I, I was like, waiting all day for "I this need some new shows." <laughs> like so I couldn't look first, it up on the internet earlier. The first
1: yeah. candidate is Better Call Saul. Is that still on? Yeah, this is the last okay. season. Yes. Or was the last season? Yeah, The upcoming season. Oh, uh,
0: uh, last. Well. All right. First of all, this one.
1: Better Call Saul. Okay. The Crown.
0: Okay.
1: Handmaid's Tale, uh, Jesse's favorite show. Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession.
3: I'm gonna go Succession. Uh, I'm gonna go Strange Things because I like Strange Things. Bad radio. Yeah. He said none of the above.
1: Philip Stains. He Staines. said none of the above. <laughs> Philip Stains, like New York in the Continental Congress. Uh, it is Succession. So, Joe, I know you're big on that. I've heard it's, from many people that it's a good show to watch. So It's very um, good. So, those are my winners for the week. No, that,
0: I like that. Yeah, that was that was good. Like, because I did end up seeing, like I said, the only reason I saw it, I was looking at something else on Twitter, and that's when it popped up about mm. Shits Creek how they had won all this. But it was after it was almost over, I even think.
1: I kind of wish I could have watched it because it, it they did it virtually and like they had oh, like yeah. all the Shits Creek people were in a room together, like and it so looked like distance. a yeah, but it looked like a dining room. It looked like the Golden Globes, like they were at tight <laughs> tables, but they were they were. I think the praise that they're getting is like. They were so supportive of each other yeah, right. when each one won. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, but I also listened to another podcast last night that they think that when the voters for these shows know that a series is ending and they haven't won anything them, yet, they kind of like love. overcompensate to like give them awards Got kind of, like on their way out. So.
0: I, I've liked it fine. I, the first season I watched, it, but everyone says it gets better. Um, but anyway, cool.
1: All right. Uh, that's all for your wins, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'll go to places. Uh, we're gonna preview my places later in the show because I it's Burger Week here in Lexington. Right. We have a special for that in our Inside New Circle. Yeah, yeah. Where we're going to, we've all brought a different burger and we're all gonna taste them and rank them and give them a little bit for you. So on to me,
0: not all burgers. No. A sneak peek.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is a, that is a sneak peek. Yeah. And we're not trying That's every burger. A
0: teaser.
1: We're not trying every burger. Because of the biz. Um, well, let's talk about, like, I've done it a little bit, but you, before you were, well, I guess when you were married, but before kids, like, you would really invest, well, our friend the Hills would really invest in burgers, Burger Week, right? Yeah, they've um, been real
0: big on it. Um, I've done Burger Week. I've, I've been We actually went with the Hills to a couple of them a few years back. Um, but their
1: strategy would be go to, like, hit four or five places. Right, split and it. And then just like, get one or two and yeah, split it, and right, then, like, carry right. it on throughout the day.
0: So. Um but yeah, I like the way we're doing it because that's the thing with Lindsay and I. Like, we'd go to two spots and then we can only have a burger. So this, was, I like that we're doing this today. Is that we get, each get to try four different burgers? Um, gives a little more, um, gives you a little more taste, different ones to taste. But I might try to get another one later this week too. The
1: problem with the whole program is it's something that you do during a slow period to drive business, right? But it almost drives business too much. Like the businesses complain. That the people only come in and just get that. Right, it's it's right. cheap. They don't. And they tip. Always say
0: buy buy more than just that. Exactly. are really getting like a fifteen dollar burger, which I don't know how true that is. But
1: well, I don't think I got charged right for mine, because like I paid nine dollars for the burger and fries, and I got the fries like to add more to it to like make them feel a little bit better, because yeah. they acted like it was a big deal that well, I was trying are, to get this. They're six bucks. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Because um, mine
0: was sixteen, but I got the burger tots, and then I did a Lexingtonian for lunch tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: But then he closed me out, and then he brought brought it back. He's like, "Well, do you want something to drink?" I was like, "Yes." I, can I get a beer? And he goes, "Sure." And I was like, "Well, you're gonna have to run this again." And he's like, "Okay." Uh, and of <laughs> course, they do everything backward. Like yeah. he he left the bar to go into the kitchen to a credit card machine somewhere. I don't know what was going on, but but they were like overwhelmed by the whole thing. So I think the restaurant the restaurateurs like like it, but they but it also brings out a different clientele that aren't sure. regular diner right. outs. Right. Uh, well,
0: and I think, to your point, there's been so much takeout with COVID. Like, it's almost, like, people have become, com- it's become common, but more common than it's been, I guess. Yeah. for a lot of these restaurants that really didn't have that before.
1: Well, as we were discussing this, Phil brought up the idea and then we're like well can we even get them to go and he's like yeah there's a special right right uh, denotation for them i think to the, go. Pastures,
0: the pastures has been dining only
1: yeah because yeah. i don't think they because to go for a restaurant who's not used to doing to go which was probably every restaurant before Yeah, covid like it's it's hard to do it takes up a it lot is. of room mm-hmm. it takes up employees
0: well and they want to get you in to <clears> get <throat> the extras the sides the beers the tips like i understand it, it it's smart but yeah I I do appreciate they're letting us get to the ghost because we're going to get to try some of these delicious burgers.
1: Side note, through the grapevine, I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard during COVID, uh, the Malone's, the Bluegrass Hospitality Group, they already did a strong takeout business previous. They've really kind of emphasized that. But they did it – I mean, they shut down all their restaurants and only did takeout, but they also have banquet catering facilities and know how to cook large amount of quantities of food. So I've heard that they – Still did like 80% of their normal business Jesus. just doing takeout, as you uh, know, sure. most restaurants were down to like 20 to 30%. Right. Um, so well, they, I think they even it's opened
0: I th- up. I mean, I mean, the the drinks in um Brandon Crossing only opened up a little bit before COVID hit.
1: I think it's a testament if you treat your employees right, you make sure people have a good experience, then. You can keep that going.
0: Absolutely, so. they're very similar to like Chick Fil A, like where they no, no. I yeah. mean, like they're just they're they're overly nice. It's to their pleasure, sense. right? Yeah. And they're very everyone's always dressed well. Like there's you don't have the kid that like they'll send you home. Um, so yeah. Anyway, all right. What about your places? So we Sorry. mentioned it with my what I'm sipping on is Rock House. and I believe if we go back to the archives, um, I think you kind of even got on me a little bit about. We, we don't like to really make fun of or bash our, our local businesses. But I believe I wasn't, I, I don't know if it was them or a theory or I gave someone a pretty critical review um, a, a few months or a year ago. And I think it was Rock House. But I've really come around. But I think they've helped themselves. So their old setup, their little like tap room, it was not set up all well. day. I think there's four tables total. So if we came in with our friends, like we were the tap room. And then they have like this um, fireplace in between the tap room and then the bar. Like, it just wasn't. It wasn't good.
1: Well, it's, it's a build. It's a quaint stone house. Yes. Um, that looks like um, it it's looks like a cabin. A, yeah, but it looks like a place you would take a date to have a candlelight dinner, and you'd have like um, you'd have like pewter yeah. silverware. Yeah, so It looks to like, very um, old timey. In the Blue Heron, restaurant. if the Blue Heron was a little yeah. smaller. Yes, yeah, similar but guys. it was odd odd for a bar. Uh, yes, yeah, so well, I totally I mean, agree. You
0: could only, I, I think capacity was like 20. So obviously when COVID hit. So had, they've pivoted. They, well, so they always had like the warehouse a section building. where they did the brewing and then they would open up. They had this like kick soccer pool game, yeah, like think billiards, but with soccer balls. We played at one time, but that place, well, that side wasn't always open. And it was like really industrial-ish, like, and so we never really went there. And they always only had like five or six beers at most on draft, which for me, that's a big, like, you got to have at least 12 that you got to give options. Um, but so in the last four or five months, they've converted the front half of the warehouse um, into like a, a tap room, essentially. And they probably have I don't know Connor you, we've been like fifteen tables twenty tables yeah, yeah I mean they a lot they've, more. they've quintupled their capacity that they could do they have a big um, screen that they can project onto there's about five or six other little um, TVs around family friendly and they're up to uh, the first week we went I think they even had like sixteen beers mm-hmm. and then the last time they only had like twelve but they I mean they have a wide they have something for everyone um, they have Goza's. they have pale ales they have IPAs they have New Englands. They have stouts. Um, and so they've done a really, really nice job uh, of making the best of a bad situation. I think it's even going to, like, I think this almost helped them by doing this. Um, every time we're there, it's a good crowd. Um, like I mentioned, their key line go, they're, they're canning a lot more and bottling a lot more. So I'm very high on rock. It's still not above mirror, twin, and country boy. But it's, it's solidly in the rotation now.
1: I'm, I'm a fan of the uh, – not not because of the KSR, but I do like their shin of the brew. It is good. The, the shin of the dude yeah. brew. I like that. Um, Kentucky Common. Yeah. And so, I guess two Fridays ago you were there, or last Friday. Uh, it, was, it was two Fridays ago. But I texted Connor. I was like, Where, what are you doing? Where are you? And he's like, at Rock House. I was so confused. I like had – I was like, what are you where are you talking about? What like where I is the rock? It, yeah, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. It's like Yeah, we've 30.
0: gone the last we've probably gone two Saturdays out of the last three weekends. Um
1: anyway, so I was like, no, like I was like, I got it confused with like uh rock bottom brewery. I was like, oh, where, like, yeah. like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, it's out on it's like on limestone. It's like, what limestone? And then so I then I finally like put two and two together. But I've been I've been kind you? of absent minded on some we of the things. Yeah, you haven't
0: been there with us.
1: I've been there to the old, to the right. front Right, no, 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 I mean, yeah. you've been there before, but we need and to go. And then um, a year and a, a year a year ago at the willan Arts Fair, RIP, uh, we were meeting there. About five. And uh, right, but I got there before you, and I couldn't figure out where the country boy tent was, mm. and I didn't think they were there. The huge one in the middle. Yeah, mm. but <laughs> I, didn't, I hadn't even gotten to that part <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, I know. And it's so, gotten way bigger. And so Rock an House was the only one I saw, and so I got a Chandler Brew deal yeah. there, but then I met you. So.
0: Good deal. All right, uh, any other places other, for you? Yeah, my other place, uh, one of our loyal listeners, uh, my brother-in-law, Nikki Dubs, and Connor's best friend, um, he's getting married uh, at the end of the year, but we are doing his bachelor party in two weeks in good old Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So that's a big place for us. Really sneaking up on us. Yeah, yeah, so we got a cabin. We're going to play. Uh, he's a big games guy. So we got Cornhole and Beer Pong and Flip Cup and Beard, Beard, Eye. Beard Eye and uh, we're going to play uh, disc golf. Uh, so a good crew of about a dozen guys head down there uh, for a weekend in the woods. Uh, good for me that I, it's my fall break, so I don't have to take off work, which is, which is nice. It's literally on the mountain. Yeah, That place yeah. is literally on the mountain. Yeah, great views. Um, and we're headed out Thursday, most of us, some people are coming down Friday. But yeah, good old Gatlinburg. And I, I don't think we're gonna venture into town. You never, never know. But you never know. Yeah, you never know what's yeah. gonna happen. Um well I'm glad we're talking
1: about this because in my mind, again, I was thinking it was the next weekend and I have mm. something else that like I was gonna have to like leave the cabin for like three hours to do a zoom meeting. So now I'm not gonna have to it's the, it's not, the wilderness. It's mm-hmm. not the seventeenth, it's the tenth, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. yes. Yeah. Okay. Not that, malicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other places?
0: No. Okay. Um, my shows, um, this has been a big one. I do like that Netflix is now doing where it's like the top 10 yeah. that people are watching kind of thing. It's been, I, don't, I mean, I usually like about two or three are interesting, but it's good to know what's new and popular. So I watched over this past weekend uh, the documentary on the Challenger. Um, and you and I, we talk a lot about being big history guys. Um, like where we were and what was going on. I was a little too young when the Challenger happened. I've read a lot on it since just because it was the first one that was going to have a teacher and that was a planned thing that they were going to continue to do. Yeah. Um, 11,000 applicants and she made it. And um, the documentary is good. Um, it's, it's very sad. Uh, I mean, the whole situation is, but um, it's about 50% family of the crew and like interviews and talking to them and their experiences and how they're all that and then it's about 50 percent about what went wrong and how it went wrong and the people that were in there like the, a lot of the people that were involved in it are still alive shockingly yeah. enough because it was 34 years ago yeah um, but very well I recommend it. it's only four episodes um, heavy but a pretty quick watch
1: yeah so I'm the oldest I was in second grade when it happened yeah. um, were you
0: watching it live
1: yeah they been i i can't they rolled really, the tv on the they did they did they but d- i don't know strapped down. <laughs> but i don't know how they like hooked it up to have live tv like you know well, I th-
0: but i think it was on abc so they priced an antenna
1: i guess a rabbit ears or something right yeah that's yeah, what i mean what yeah, it yeah, been. Yeah, um yeah. and then we,
0: it would have been broadcast well uh, what is it ten percent of all americans watched it only ten percent like live like we're, but i mean at that time at 19 oh, yeah. it was during the day when people were at work yeah. and Yeah, 10%. So we were watching
1: it live, and then they let us keep watching it, like, what happened. So, which now seems kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, But I remember my mom, like, talking to me about it. Like, do you understand what happened? Isn't this sad? Yeah. Um, I do know that there was another teacher, like, the sixth grade teacher, one of the two sixth grade teachers, uh, had applied, and I don't know, I don't know if How far she the process. Yeah, but... uh, she was more emotional about it than, right, right, than right. most because I think she was a little bit more invested in it. Um, so it was sad and I think there were many people who thought um, that the U.S. space program was probably done or like yep. how could we And they didn't keep fly going? for another three
0: years. Right,
1: and, exactly. And to
0: your point, I think what it happened live too, uh, uh, at that time a lot of people hadn't even seen launches before. So a lot of people as they were watching didn't even know that something was wrong and only people that, were either affiliated with it or had family or like knew really about the space program and launches or lived in Florida and had been to them. They didn't know what was happening. So that's why they kept filming it and watching it. And people, like you said, adults got it faster than kids, but there were so many kids watching. Yeah. Um, and there was a statistic cause Kyle and I were talking about this within the first hour that it happened, like 85% of Americans knew about that this had happened. Like it was such a massive thing. And to your point, yeah, they thought it was done. Um, and then from 89 when they when they launched again, um, and I believe that was Discovery, um, until 2003 when the the plane, we had another incident on the re-entry, um, they, had, they didn't have any issues for, the, for those 14 years.
1: Correct, but they were using the same craft that they probably, like right, the right. same model of craft that right. they probably should not have kept using. So
0: um, <laughs> definitely check it out if, the, if you're a history person. Um, again, just keep in mind that it is pretty heavy, and some of the stories are a little bit heart wrenching.
1: Um, in addition to that, I don't want to—I haven't seen it, but I've heard from several people that again on Netflix there is a uh, sensitive to us in Kentucky a Breonna Taylor uh, oh. documentary. That I am so on told, Netflix. I think so.
0: I thought there was one maybe on um, Hulu or Amazon. Okay, maybe
1: it's on one okay. of those. But it's very fair and very good. Um, so that might be worth watching. Okay. But here's my side question. I rarely, I pay for Netflix, I rarely log into it to see what's going on. Oh. But like, tell me how your night, or like when would you, when would you normally, like some people don't, but I also have, I don't have cable, but I have a streaming cable so YouTube TV. Yeah. So like, that's what I log into and look all right. the time. But like, what makes you go to Netflix?
0: If I'm invested in a show, in a okay. particular show, like I go, but you, but I don't, you I don't sit said, there and browse stuff.
1: You just said, you liked that it gives you like right, right, top, but yes, yeah,
0: so it gives me suggestions like when I'm logged, like I can see what next, like kind of to put in my, I don't have a queue, but like you could create one, but like what I want to watch next or what's been released, mm-hmm. um, but I don't go like I'm not like oh I'm bored, what's on Netflix? It's more I'm already in, and that's when I. That, for me... So, like, you purposely went there to watch a
1: show, and then you saw something caught your eye, and you're like, I'm right. going to watch this next. and then after
0: I finish this, I'm going to watch this next. Okay. Or, or, like, to your point, like, I'd already heard people talking about the Challenger thing, so I logged in specifically to watch the Challenger.
1: But if you go home, it will be done at 9 or 9.30 tonight. Are you going to go home and then log into Netflix well, tonight? Like to
0: Would <laughs> <laughs> you uh, No. Uh, tonight, actually, I'll probably go put on baseball. But yes, otherwise, yes. I'll really? probably put on an episode of The West Wing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't watch a ton live. I only
3: really watch live sports. How about you? Uh, well, Bloodline. I'm almost done with season one. i got two more episodes of that. Uh, so you're like me. You logged in specifically to watch Yeah, and I'm, and I'm watching New Girl, too, so I'll watch mm-hmm. like one of each. Um, and then there was another couple. Wait, is Bloodline, shows.
1: Coach Taylor, the, the yes. hotel. And, well, yeah. and
0: you need to watch it because it's about the keys, where we're going. I mean,
3: I've watched season one. Oh, there's like five seasons. I know. Uh, three. Sorry, there are three. There's like three seasons, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I, I mean, it's pretty good so far. Yeah, it's got Coach Taylor. Uh, it's also the girl that I said. Sissy's yeah, the other girl you said yeah. was in the Sissy's series. basic, and then the dad. Yeah, uh, the one, one brother's like, really good. Yeah, one of the uh, the, the, the the weird one thing. of the guy, the
0: other brother is from. Um, he was on broad. He he's a big guy on Broadway. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good on. And it then too. And yeah. the
1: And the, 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 the big shop guy. Yeah, yeah, and then the All dad right, died in real life
0: too. Right, so they had to write him out of. Yeah, yeah, but he's famous too.
1: It's not Boat Bridges. No, it's not. I can't yeah. think of it right now. But Boat it's Green, someone.
0: Yeah. Everyone, like it's a yeah. name you know.
1: Yeah. So. How about you? Uh. <laughs> Speak into the. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: little, a little closer, <laughs> <feel>. All right, <laughs> we won't put him on the spot. You ready? <laughs> I mean, just say if I, if I'm watching something on Netflix, it's because I've
3: gone
0: there. You seek it out for yeah. something. Yeah. It's I it's used to when I first got Netflix, I would kind of browse and prove. We might do that if Lindsay wants to watch a movie. We might jump around try to find a movie. But in terms of TV shows, it's either a recommendation or someone's talked about it. Yeah.
1: Again. You're more movie people than I am, too. Uh, I I'm not. Yeah. I don't
0: like movies. I can't sit still. I can only do it in the theater. Um, Lindsay loves movies. Like, she would watch a movie every night. If, like, she would think that's the greatest thing ever. Like, we sometimes do it on Sunday nights, and I, I offer that and make popcorn. She thinks it's, like, the greatest thing that I can do. So, so you're not a Lord of the Rings fan? Three and a half hours per minute? No. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I'm, you'll remember this, do you remember how big of a deal 15, 20, 30 years ago, how big it was when like shows came back from after summer and, and like the new fall lineup and that used to be a huge thing and like, uh, entertainment weekly would have these huge spreads and I just, I, it was such a big deal and now it's like no one even, cause there's so much out there, but, the new seasons of 48 Hours and Dateline have started. So the new episodes, are those are rolling out. And those are, like, my favorite. But I have a little worry. I oh, don't know. Keith Morrison hasn't been on any of them. So I'm wondering if he's under wraps mm-hmm. because of COVID. Like, he can't be out there with the people because he's, I mean, his age demographic. He's 70-plus. He's but he's my favorite, and he hasn't been on any, I've been getting a little too much Josh Mankiewicz. He does? And I'm not a huge uh-huh, he talks. He's a side-mouth talker. And he's like, oh, yeah, they yeah. came by that night. What, what
3: do you think about that? I um, was like, okay, Josh, you in, uh, Bill with Hader. your pocket square. I was going to say, Bill Hader has a great impression of both of those people. Of Josh Mankiewicz? Yeah, he did it on, uh, was that yeah. on? Oh. Was it Saturday Night Live? Or was Josh Ma- he drives me nuts. But he got his pocket square, and
0: I just, I in no time? It. Yeah, and he's I, but he, you know, he wears the shirts with the white collar, like the blue shirt and the white collar. I'm like, bro, that was like 90s. It's probably the same but shirt from the 90s. Keith
1: Morrison does have a podcast right now on oh. some some things so well, you might need to go. Can do that. Yeah. Um. So Josh you know, Macowitz look,
0: right? Yeah. Keith Morrison, he wears like black jeans and Converse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then like a blue button down in Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Or
0: a lot of big sweater guy. Yeah. Big sweater. Dark colors only.
1: But Josh <laughs> Makowitz, <laughs> his brother Ben, Ben Macowitz does the Turner Classic Movie really? uh, like intros and stuff uh-huh. and then I think they have another brother
0: the Mankiewicz crew who was
1: yeah. an Obama White House official wow yeah
0: so they're doing pretty well for themselves yep I mean he's fine but he's not my favorite alright any, any other places for you well it's shows so no Sh-
1: sorry <laughs> yeah no, we really I talked about shows We've, more than I mean we yeah. that
0: were kind of intertwined there yeah. so uh, anyway yeah, right.
1: No, I'm good So we're gonna take a break here. We're gonna come back with our inside news circle. will be our Will be our Burger Week, and then for our outside news circle, we're gonna preview uh, the upcoming Kentucky football season uh, as they have their first game this weekend against Auburn. Catch by ninety. We'll see you back here in a little bit. back we are in our news circle for the week and it is burger week here in lexington so producer phil had a great idea that we would each get a burger from one of the local establishments and do a taste test or comparison or ranking or any of those things uh, for you on this podcast we'll try to get this out uh, asap so you may still have a couple of days left to sample these on your own so joe why don't you kick us off
0: So I was trying to think what was on my way from my house to record, and so I stopped at the Drake's in Lansdowne. Uh, What's really cool is all the Drake's, they all did different burgers at each location. Um, So mine is the Beer Fest Burger, and I'm gonna read directly from the Burger Week website. A fresh, never-frozen patty topped with warm beer cheese, mild mustard sauce, pickle chips, and horseradish celery seed slaw on a warm butter-toasted bun. So, that's the first one we're going to try. Uh, we apologize in advance as you hear us chewing. I'll
3: Make sure to get my mouth closed. I can taste that it. it was never frozen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love when people always say isn't that. Isn't that the Wendy's slugger?
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm not going to lie, the pickles at the bottom mm-hmm. really come out of the crunch.
0: It went a little easy on the slaw, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. Um, the mustard's pretty good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. I mean, I like a traditional hamburger, so. It's
3: pretty close. Definitely
1: pretty close. It's pretty close. I would never put coleslaw on a hamburger, though.
0: Yeah, did you get more on your slice, maybe?
1: Um, I do like it's um, rich mustard as opposed to
0: poor mustard, though. Yeah. <laughs> got, got you the, know what got I mean? Got yeah. The grains yeah. I guess a lot of the beer cheese kind of came off, it dripped into the basket here.
3: The bun's pretty soft though. Mm-hmm. Pillowy. <laughs> kind of like a Hawaiian roll. Wait, what was
0: it exact? Let's see. Um, it's a warm butter toasted bun, Connor. That's why. <laughs> All right, I like that one. Oh, off good. to a good start.
1: I don't think I would choose it over my standard. Three cheeseburgers, bacon cheeseburger. Maybe not,
0: but to, to change it up every mm-hmm. once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm going to save a little couple bites for after. Very our, consistent. Our, our finish right. Yeah, solid.
1: All right, Connor. Mm-hmm. keep moving. Yeah. All right,
3: cool. So I went to um, South and Drive. I went to La Rosa's Pizza. Nice. Whoa, pizza during Burger Week? What's that about? Well, they're doing a uh, cheeseburger deluxe pizza. Nice. So... I'll read it again from the thing. It says, tastes just like a deluxe cheeseburger on a pizza crust uh, with special burger sauce, ground beef, bacon, roasted onions, pickles, prevalent, and cheddar cheeses. And it was a personal pan, so it was like four slices. It's
1: pretty good. And each La roses had a different pizza, right? Is mm-hmm. that right?
3: Uh, each Larosa's was the same. Oh. The same mm,
0: to your point about... <clears throat> not straight away from your classic burger. I mean, this it's fine for a, a different take on pizza, but I'm similar to you what you thought about the the Drake's one. I like it and i would eat it, but I would never probably pick it. I would just go traditional pizza.
1: Yeah, I've I've noticed for making home pizzas that ground beef is really tricky to put on a pizza mm-hmm. because it doesn't have its own seasoning. Like right, a hamburger right. is good because of all the salt and pepper and seasoning salt and garlic salt you put on it, and then whatever toppings you put on. But if it's, but just like, just like how you put taco seasoning and taco meat, you have to do something yeah. to it to make good, to make it taste good. I haven't figured out what to do to ground beef to make it taste good on your homemade pizza in a homemade pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I also do. Um, I do like the special sauce on there. I don't know, but it's just like a thousand, It's like a cheesy, like a yeah. cheesy sauce, not really like a tomato or you know what I mean. But taste I think it's not a typical good. base. But for 6 bucks, you get four slices of personal pan pizza. It's pretty good. pretty good. I don't remember the last time I had, like, a regular La Rosa's pizza.
0: I like, to compare, like, cause I'm sure they're using the same crust. Yeah,
3: the original thin crust, yeah. You
0: guys went recently?
1: No, shortly after their Richmond Red location opened, we went there. Uh, so I don't like their crust.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's fine. I, I wouldn't pick it, probably. But all right. All so right, so mine yeah. is
1: um, I'm not that hopeful for it. Um, it's the South in Your Mouth Burger from Columbia Steakhouse. (laughs) Um, For those who don't live in Lexington, Columbia's is like an old school restaurant. They don't really care about their service. They just, you're just there and they do whatever you're there. So they were somewhat taken aback by me just walking up and wanting to order this. But it is kind of a, looks like pre-made patty. And there is a fried, deep fried green tomato on it. And... Pimento cheese. It's good. Grab
0: this. It has it definitely has a unique taste to it. I can't I can't pick out. I don't know if it's the cheese or the fried green tomato. I would say the beef.
3: Yeah. I would say the beef maybe might it be a little under under season. Well it maybe, little, that, maybe that's not the right word. I'm, no, I, don't, I
0: think you're right. I, I think it that. might be the beef. I think it's the beef. It tastes a little
1: seafoody to me. It, tastes, it definitely looks like a pre-made, like a patty they just took out of the freezer no, or the yeah. fridge, mm-hmm. right? Um, I
3: do like pimento cheese, though. The pimento cheese feel? is
1: good. They may have fried the tomato in the same batter that they've been frying shrimp in well, or something earlier. You know, That's what
0: I was just going to say. Did anyone else get a little seafood taste to
1: it? I don't know if it's seafood, but it's definitely not as...
0: Something nautical.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I will admit that the restaurant was full. They were overwhelmed by... A lot of Nighthawks.
0: Forget Burger Week. We want a Nighthawk.
1: Well, they kept saying, because people called in, they're like, it's Burger Week. We're really overwhelmed right now. (laughs) All right.
0: It's like they didn't know what they were getting into. Have they done it before? Do you remember mm-hmm. that so they tried when Burger Week rolls around? Columbus is not happy about it.
1: Now we do get great.
0: Yeah, big fries. Yeah. Oh, long steak fries. There's some thick daddies.
1: Yeah. That's what she said. All right. <laughs> All right. Joe's gonna introduce the last one. Yeah,
0: producer film. Um, he wanted to participate, but he does not like to be an on-air personality. Exact opposite of JB and myself. <laughs> so he went to Athenian Grill. And he got George the Greek, and it is ground sirloin and ground lamb with harissa. Is it pronounced harissa? H A R I S S A. Harissa. Harissa. Harassa. It's gotta be harissa. Yeah, it's harissa. Yogurt sauce and olive oil marinated heirloom tomato. Yeah, this one's a thick, thick burger. burger. This it's a thick fruit.
1: and um, very. There's a lot of people who probably would not eat this because it's lamb rare.
3: Hmm. The beef's spring up.
0: Yeah. It's a good switch up. They're all very unique. Mm-hmm. I think probably the Drake's one's the most standard.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I, actually, we've probably gotten further and further away from a.
3: Did we
1: say each Drake's and each... Mm-hmm, each Bluegrass group. Hospitality Group had a different...
3: Yeah. They had a different one per location. So the other ones were... Branding Crossings was one I was interested in trying. Kind of top. Yeah. Well, that one. Uh, right. yeah. So the other ones were yeah. uh yeah, the Beer Fest burger was Lansdown. Mm-hmm. Then I gotta scroll through all the way down. They're not together on this one. Okay. Um Harry's is a BLT burger. Mm. Um Drake's hamburg is a bar, is a BBQ cordon blue burger. Mm-hmm. They do those little cordon bleu sliders. The brand crossing is a PB and J bacon oh, brie. Yeah. brie burger. I don't know if you do all with, like the peanut butter on the burger.
0: I do like brie. Cheese. I would have tried it for a quarter of a burger. Brie cheese, is good. It's, good. It's, like good. Cheese. it's a good melting cheese. And brie's good with like fruit. So like that's mm. why they did like that, the jam. But all right, let's let's go ahead and rank them. <laughs> I'd say me?
1: Drake's is my top one.
3: I would agree. That was my favorite. Um. I think I kind of like the lamb
0: one.
3: Okay. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like the lamb one. See, that was probably my least favorite. Uh, that just could be my
0: palate, though. I mean, not that it wasn't good, and I don't appreciate it. I'm not a huge Greek cuisine guy, so that might be
3: part of it. I'd really hate. I didn't really hate any of them. No, ones. right.
0: I, I like them if all. We're gonna be honest. Um, and then yeah, interchangeable. What's your crust. least favorite?
3: The Athenian, the lamb. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I like burgers, but I like venturing out. So i probably said the Drake's one was, the, was probably my least. Mm. But it's because it was, too, I would say, too generic to a point. I think the, the Columbia's would have been mine. I think. Mine, too. I, uh. I, good I
0: thought, the, to me, the, the Lamb burger had the better flavor than all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. like I said, the Drake's one's pretty standard. Yeah. I just, I not think they have good burgers, though, in general. It would have been that too.
1: Yeah. All right, well. All right, that's fine. So hopefully, um, so if they go to Smiley Pete's website, what's the, or the Chevy Chaser? Uh, oh,
3: uh, LexingtonBurgerWeek.com.
1: LexingtonBurgerWeek.com. You can get the whole list. Some do take out, some are take in or sit in to go, all those different things. It's very well labeled. There's some even from outside of Lexington. So uh, we recommend that you try it. And uh, if you have your picks, uh, please give them to us on our social media accounts. So that's uh, Lex Get To It Pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at gmail.com for email, Facebook, Facebook, all of those accounts. So uh, we'll be right back with our uh, ins- outside- inside. Yeah, this do was so. inside. This, yeah, this is inside. inside. So we're gonna go outside. Great outside. And I gotta
0: do join the Clean Play Club here.
1: All right. See you soon. Bye bye. All right, so welcome back again. We are now outside New Circle, so we're going to preview the upcoming University of Kentucky football season KS. here in the SEC. Again, a weird season, uh, but happy that we have football, even though we're not going to be able to watch it in person likely, uh, but see it. So, let you take it from here.
0: Yeah, so what we decided to do, we're going to pick our winners or players for certain things. We're, then we're going to go quickly through the schedule, um, pick who we think is going to win, cats or their opponent. I've also created some mock lines uh, for the, what I think they are. As of now, I mean, these would probably change. Like the O line? Uh, yeah. No. The big blue wall? Yeah. Uh, no, the <laughs> plus minus of who's getting points, etc. The money line. Uh, no, no. I'm okay. just kidding. I'm just kidding. The shoe line? The online. Anyway. Tree line? <laughs> you still? did you, did you ever, it's, it's a tree lawn. That's what it's always been hey, called. Hey, tree The garbage You upgraded the tree the to, the tree, lawn. Line. You upgraded <laughs> to the tree lawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll go through this stuff a little bit, um, but let's lead off. Um, so the cats. Uh, we know that they have a stable this year behind that big blue wall. A uh, bunch of running backs: uh, Chris Rodriguez, Cavassier, Smoke, um, and AJ Rose. Uh, all of them are going to get some touches. They all have to bring different things to the table. But of those three, who do you think should be the leading rusher on the year? Most yards, not most carries, most rushing yards.
1: I think A.J. Rose is going to get, like, he's going to be. The lion's share? He's going to get the lion's share. Um, he's returning with 826 yards from, left from 2019. Show prep alert. Yep, <laughs> and process. six touchdowns. Uh, but Cavastier-Smoke also had six touchdowns. Uh, so they're kind of neck and neck there. I think AJ Rose is probably going to get more playing time, so or you know more action. Okay, um, he's the he's graduating or he'll be leaving at the end of the season. Right, uh, Smoke still potentially has some more playing time left with us. Okay, uh, so I think he'll probably get the edge
3: on that. All right, so we got JV with AJ, uh, Rose. AJ Rose. All right, well JV also took my stats because <laughs> I was going to read all three wow. rushing guard stats, but um, and here's the other thing too is AJ Rose, I mean also got he was up at the front, so he did some running plays too, like instead of having Lynn Bowden, he took a few by himself Correct. too right, before. Right. He did a so he, he also got, a, lot, got yeah. a little more than that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, they're going to probably throw him, he's probably out of the three of them, he's the main one, who, if they have to throw, drop it down to a, you know, wide receiver or yeah. running back, they are probably going to one of them too. But uh, I'm going to throw the wrench in here I'm going to go with my boy, who I said last year as well, you can check the podcast from last year, uh, Kavacier Smoke. Okay. Uh, he's going to I pull it out.
0: he's got the most home run potential. So, I'm going to take the third one, Chris Rodriguez. Let me break it down a little bit why I think that. Um, To JB's point, I agree. AJ's going to be in there a lot. I think he's going to see more passes. Yeah. Um, So I think that's one reason. Then Cavassier, he's got a little bit more home run power. Chris Rodriguez is the big boy. He's he's the Benny Snell of this this group. And with playing 10 SEC games, these guys are going to get banged up. And I think he's the most durable. Um, We're also going to be playing later in the year, so the weather might get a little rough. Um, and so I, that's why I'm, those factors kind of lead in I And he's my favorite of the three anyway. Last year when we were uh, at the catwalk, um, he had come over to Bo and, and made it a point to high five him. Um, we have a picture with him, and so uh, a little bit of a sentimental pick. But also, I got some pulls stats. of the heartstrings. Yeah, well, it's it I got was, some stats to back it up too. It was hard to pick
1: because last they're year good. they're all good, but. Um, Lynn Bowden like skewed everything last right, year, right? Correct. Because he he if he was he was going to run the ball, we right. needed him to run the ball, and so not so we didn't have much other rushing action. Right.
0: No, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, and one of us is going to be right.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's go through the season.
0: Okay. We get Saturday. We're at Auburn. Um, I've seen everything from Auburn Cats plus seven and a half to plus ten and a half. Um, so I think seven and a half is the more current it's kind of dropped. Um,
1: oh, well, let's, we have, we have a little scoop, not scoop about the game, but w- one of our viewers saw the oh, caravan, right. the team caravanning yes. down uh, and seven they were buses, seven buses. And I guess, um, I guess that, that's, right. So I guess that's, they're going to bus everywhere, which is uncommon, I guess.
0: atypical. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Even like I think they I think the only place they bust was to Tennessee
0: and um, Nashville, yeah, Vanderbilt. and Vanderbilt. Yeah. and
1: the basketball team even flies to both those. to Knoxville. Yeah, at least Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were our friend was confused why they were going the the, 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 part, the right? yeah to Nashville route because that's not how you drive to Auburn. Yeah, you would go down to Chattanooga and go straight south basically. We
0: well, had to avoid Knoxville. Let's go there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but a uh, little inside scoop. Yeah. So my uh, company is headquartered in Columbus, Georgia. So that's kissing cousins to Auburn, (laughs) Alabama, virtually. Uh, And there's only one big hotel in Auburn. It's the university-run hotel right in the middle of campus. So you're not going to stay there. Uh, But he he said they're likely staying in Montgomery, which is about an hour away. And that's straight... South of Nashville, south of well, Birmingham. Yeah.
0: And you don't so. know all those distractions, Tumor's Corner, and all this. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't so know that's what he said. Out. He's
1: like, you can't put your college football team in the middle of campus. Like, they'd go out to the bars. And I, was yeah. like, I don't think they would, but County, not Kentucky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But a lot of those towns. Maybe those, those Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those towns, a lot of people, when they go down, I've done it before. We've stayed outside. Like, when we went to Ole Miss, we had to stay. We stayed in Biloxi. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Biloxi. Um, Memphis. No. Um, What's the other? Mobi- no, it was Biloxi. I think it was. Yeah. It's about an hour, hour 15 away. It's gambling mecca. Yeah, yeah. that's Biloxi. Okay. Anyway, um, so on some of those, you're, you're limited in your options, and some of these people have been booked up. They come every year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, let's go around and pick. Connor, who you got game one? Cats and Auburn cats. noon
3: pick on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go with the W for the Cats. Ooh, I think we'll pull it off. I, right. I think it'll be a close one. I think it, I mean, I think the line right I think... Touchdown, probably. It's gonna Either be way, close. but it's cool. Cats yeah. by a touchdown for you.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I got Cats again. I think it's a close one. Uh, I think it's low scoring. Offense is going to take a little bit to get going. Both have really good defenses, so I think we all got Cats. All right. Um, the next game is home against Ole Miss. Um, I set the line. This might be a little conservative. I've got the Cats um, favored by six. Um, so let's go ahead and pick that. I think that that's
1: one. safe. This early in the season,
0: yeah, I and mean, that could change. But I think as of now, I think we're being a little disrespected. at Being SEC schools, they don't skew unless you're, unless you're one of the top teams. The more in the middle and the bottom, they don't. The lines don't get much more than a touchdown or so. So I got, I think Cats minus six. But Connor, who you got in that one? I'm also gonna go with the W. We're gonna go two
3: and out in the first two. I like freaking it. Freaking games. that would be awesome.
1: I think we went to, i I'm a little bit. Nervous about this one, Lane Kiffin, like, can pull out some magic stuff. Right. We don't really know. We also know he hasn't been able to spend a lot of time with the team. It's not his recruits. It's, you know. Right. Um, so, it's it's his him using other players. Um, so, but I, I hope that we get the win there.
0: Yeah, I agree, JB. I think Lane Kiffin's going to get that program back, um, at least to being competitive, maybe in the same tier as, like, South Carolina and uh, Tennessee and us, maybe. But I don't think yet, like, to your point, he's playing with someone else's players. Um, I don't think they're very good. They're having to come here, which I know not a, a home field doesn't really matter, but Ole Miss doesn't really have a good home field advantage either. Um, so I got I got the Cats as well, too zero.
1: All right. Uh, Mississippi
0: State, uh, again, another home game for the Cats. A, a lot of people in the national media see us very similar to Mississippi. Like the, we're in the same tier, quote-unquote, within the SEC. Um, Historically, especially the last 10, 15, 20 years, Mississippi State's been on average better than us. They've had a couple big seasons where we've had one. Um, So I got the Cats minus two, favorite because we're home. Um, And I got the Cats winning again. I I think we start the season 3-0 in this gauntlet Mm -hmm. of
3: uh, SEC-only games. I think I won by at least seven, if not ten.
0: So you think think my line's off, or you just think –
3: I or feel or confident or if we go two and zero, and then we come into Mississippi State a home game. I think we'll, I think we'll crush. Sure. I think we'll crush.
0: I feel Mississippi
1: State prematurely fired their coach, uh, who was the defensive guy from Penn State. Um, yeah, I know. I can't remember. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, it was kind of weird. That more they they kind more of fired more? him out of the blue. I thought. Um, Joe you know, something right? Yeah, you know who the Mississippi State athletic director is, right?
0: Uh, yes, the guy from Florida. No. Oh, then I don't.
1: It's John Cohen, our oh, former baseball, baseball coach. coach. I yes. knew there was a connection. So he was... Go ahead. Yeah, so he was uh, uh, He was Kentucky's coach. Right. Then he was a Mississippi State alumni. Okay. And so then their opening came up, and so he went down there to be the baseball coach. Got it. And then became athletic director. Scott Strickland... Was his predecessor athletic director, who that's also what, has been assistant here, that's what I was thinking of, and is now the Florida athletic that's director. That's what I was thinking and of. And then yeah. he actually hired um, the f- current Florida coach, football coach, whose name is escaping me right now, who used to be at uh, Mississippi State, correct? And they they su- supposedly didn't get along well at Mississippi State, but hmm. he was really the best hire he can make. Long. Yeah. He was the best hire he could make at Florida. Well,
0: and even before that, then the old AD at Florida who had been there forever also had been with Mitch. I don't think at Kentucky, but he not and, Jeremy Foley. No, he and Mitch worked together at some point. Maybe not Kentucky, but they were. I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. those three schools have a lot of inner workings where they've kind of traded parts, et cetera. Yeah. Um. So, you think you like my line at minus two? And who do you got? Mississippi State. Yeah. You got Mississippi State beating the Cats. No, no oh. us winning. Oh, okay, yeah. good. So we're all 3-0. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now we get to go to Tennessee. We avoided Knoxville, headed down to Auburn this weekend. Can't avoid it in a couple weeks. My line, I have Tennessee favored by 4.5 um, as of now. Uh, there are a couple spots ahead of us. It's in Knoxville, but, again, I don't know how much that plays into it. Um, JB, who do you think wins that? I have, us, I
1: have Kentucky
0: winning. Really? Yep. Yeah. All right, JB's got us four zero. I like yep. that, Connor. What do you got?
3: You know what? We're gonna beat Tennessee. Whoa! We need, we need to finally beat them. All we right. Need. Well,
0: hey, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you all are right. But I, until I see us do it regularly, on paper we should beat them. I know the, the the pollsters have different numbers next to our names, but I think we're a better team. I think we're more equipped to beat them. But I can't pick us to beat them anymore because I'm wrong. Except for twice in my really 14 years of being a UK football fan, I've seen us beat them only twice, and I know it goes back even further historically than that. So unfortunately, that's where I have the Cats taking their first L is at Tennessee. Understandable. It's a it's a iffy pick there. And I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. It'd be unbelievable if we we're in, and I think things change if we're three 0 heading into that game. I think that's a different. I think it's a different thing. What's your line on it? Um, I said Tennessee by four and a half. Okay. Which I think is about right. Maybe it might be a little higher than that.
1: You'd have to have that John Short win by five. Yeah, right. Margin there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think, well,
0: I mean, typically in a normal season, they say it's about three points for home field that you get. Yeah. Um, whether you're an underdog or not, that doesn't matter. But so that would put them at about a one and a half point favorite on a neutral field. But I don't think you're getting a full three this year because you're not getting the full home field. So it's probably closer to one and a half to two points you're getting for home field just because you're not traveling, you're sleeping in your own beds. So that's why I got that. Um, next game is we come back home and we get Georgia, um, the number four current team in the country. Um, I'm just going to predict where I going to say last day. Okay, well, let me give my line. I, I said 12-and-a-half, Georgia. Um, again, I mentioned with the SEC, I don't think unless you're a Bama. like We always play them fairly competitive. I know they've had blowouts um, against us. But I put about 12-and-a-half. I think it's going to be just under two touchdowns. Uh, but So you're taking the dolls. I think
3: I think we lose. I would take
0: that back Okay, though. so you think it's within the two touchdowns, yeah. the 12-and-a-half. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm going to say I lost to It's going to be pretty close. Uh, I, might go, I might go over. I think we'll lose by two touchdowns.
0: Okay. I'm going to go Cats. And let me tell what? you boys why. Oh, yeah, Listen. listen here. Here's why. Hold your horses. I think – Not so fast, Not so fast, my friends. (laughs) Um, The two weeks leading up to us, uh, Georgia has Tennessee the week before we play them, and then they have Bama the week before. Then they get us, and then the week after they go down to the world's largest cocktail party and play Florida. So we're sandwiched in there between Tennessee, Bama, and Florida. It could be a trap game for them. I'm not saying we're going to win, but... just being the Kentucky fan that I am, I—I I mean, I'm picking us to beat Georgia over us picking <laughs> beating Tennessee yeah. just because. At least I've seen us beat Georgia, not regularly, but like they're a better team than Tennessee, and we beat them just as often um, as Tennessee. So I'm gonna—I'm a gonna, cat's in an upset there. They're gonna be beat up after playing Tennessee and Bama, and then looking ahead maybe to Florida a little bit, resting some people against us, and we sneak up. Now, if we're four and going into that game, I don't think we sneak up on them, and then. I might be even more inclined to pick Georgia, but on the same token, if we're four and O going into that game, we're pretty dang good. Um, so I got the Cats winning that one. But so after week five, we're all four and one.
1: Yeah, let's make a side note. We it's not we can't do it this podcast, but let's do a data deep deep dive Ooh. on is a trap game or coaches overlooking one week into a, another. Like, is that a thing? thing? So, I so think like, we talk about
0: Like we called it. Like call it the uh, let's, let's Go Deeper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, is that not <laughs> okay?
1: So about? I'll rely on our producer <laughs> to write that down so we remember to I, do I'm
0: tentative to, to call that our, our sister podcast because Let's Go Deeper to call it a sister podcast <laughs> yeah. probably doesn't go over too well. Yes. Um, all right, so let Missouri, uh, we are going to Misery. Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Yeah. It is, it, yeah, it's not my favorite of the SEC campuses because it's not even in the south. But um, I have the cats actually favored in this one on the road, minus one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Connor, who you got, cats or
3: tigers? Uh, I'm going to go with the cats. Same. Oh, the good old cats. Cats.
0: I got the cats as well. I don't think Missouri is very good. Well, they're both cats at some point, but we want uh, the wild cats. I want the wild cats.
3: I want the wild cats.
0: Well, if you ask Bo, he'll know the sounds because <laughs> the cats are... Meow. <laughs> and then the tigers are... <laughs> so... There's a difference. All right, so all of us, we got the Cats. All of us got them 5-1 and one at this point. It's interesting. Uh, then we get to have Vandy come here. I might be a little low on this line, um, but I got us minus five and a half. Um, it could be a little higher than that. It could be closer to a touchdown, eight points. And by this point, if we're 5-1, and one, this probably could be almost getting up to two-touchdown territory because Vandy's not going to be very good. Um, I'm going to take the cats easily in this one. I think. I hope we uh,
1: I This guarantee. better be a win by acclamation. Like, we all would have this, right?
0: Yeah, I
3: mean. Okay. If we lose, the freaking
0: comedy. Right. That's. I mean, it doesn't really matter what you did prior to that. Uh, Bama, I, right now I have it 18.5 uh, for Bama. It could even be higher Ooh. than that. Um, I think we all got Bama.
1: Losing. Uh, Losing to Bama. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Bama winning. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah but Bama yeah, lost to Bama. <laughs> all right, then. Now. now Historically, at home, we've always played Bama tough. Right. Yeah. But,
0: but well, not historically since the '90s. Correct. Yes, I'm sorry.
1: Recent history. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we gave Tim Tebow. Oh, that- we we didn't beat we them gave- forever. Right. And that's
0: then uh, One of our listeners, uh, Brad, was at, he's got a piece of the goalpost. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, so then, I mean, tough back-to-back weeks. We go from Bama to Florida. Um, I got Florida. Um, Favored by ten and a half. It might even be higher, depending on what's happening. Could be lower, but I think ten and a half is about right. Um, who do you got? I was
1: losing. I but I, I reserve the right to reconsider as the uh, season okay. goes on. I,
0: yeah, I would agree with that. Cool with that, Connor. What do you got? Uh, you know
3: what? Fuck it. Let's go Florida. You want Florida? No. We're Oh, okay. I was wondering. Wow. You. All right. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be close. To so this. you, We're got, a, We're buy you got us
0: at six and two at this point. No, seven, seven and two. Seven and two. Yeah. Wow, we
3: got the three great ramps. Okay, We're just gonna ram it down. That uh, I uh, ramrod it down. I, there. I have <laughs> oh, ramrod down. I, I got
0: Florida beating us. Um, similar to what I looked at with Georgia, they have Vandy in Arkansas the two weeks prior, so they're going to be pretty healthy, pretty strong coming in. They, they very well could be. If they win, they could have. They could be locking up. If they beat Florida, they could be locking up the SEC East. I think they might they have a lot to play for. They're at home, um, which, again, we know that that doesn't mean a ton this year. But I think Florida gets us down there. I the mean, swamp.
1: Hurricane Moo or Zoo, Moo, right. New, or <laughs> yeah. Omicron could be down there. <laughs> right. Point, right? Yeah. Blowing there, through. That'll
0: be close. It'll, Almost December. And We know that like
1: golf carts are just starting on fire within <laughs> yeah, the right. Stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last one, uh, South Carolina comes here. Um, as of right now, I got us by three and a half, closing out the season. It's gonna be cold for those uh, Carolinans. Um, I got the Cats. The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. I got the Cats winning that one uh, to finish uh, seven and three on the year.
1: Do you, uh, I agree? We win that game. The better, I think. Thing to talk about is: Do we believe Will Muschamp will still be coach of the Gamecocks? Yes, yeah, because he for that always game.
0: figures it out. Like, and then he's going to lose us, and then maybe he gets fired after us. Okay. He'll be—he'll still be the coach in that one. You could throw me for a. For a so okay, so Connor's got the Cats at eight and two. I think we'll you, at seven and seven and three. three. Yeah. Um, I, I would be happy with the six and four. I think that'd be a good season. Five and five, I think that'd be a little bit of a disappointment.
1: I think uh, with the schedule, you can't be disappointed with five uh, and five.
0: I also think it depends on how the games play yeah. out. If we lose by two points at Auburn, we play Georgia and Florida tough. It gets, I mean, who cares what happens with Bama? I, I think it's that Tennessee, South Carolina, Mississippi State threesome that we got to take at least two out of those three, if not all of them, to, to have a really good year. Uh, all right, so th- th- I think I can guess these for you all. Uh, best game of the year, I think Connors would be the uh, Florida game if we're going to go down to the swamp and win. Mm-hmm. Would that be your game of the year? Um, I'm gonna go Georgia. I mean, I got us winning down there, sneaking away. So that would be my game. And then, what what are you gonna go? Tennessee. Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah, because that, yeah, yeah. not that win.
3: I will say back to back win in Florida, right? Because yes, last year was yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. going back to back in Florida.
0: Okay, that, I mean that'd be great. I, and I think this week's game could be one of the top games, if not the top game of the season. But the problem with this is. If we're gonna have a great season, we have to win on Saturday. And if we have a great season, we're not that we're gonna forget this game, but we're gonna have other big wins down the road. So I think it could get a little lost. Um, I, and we, then if you don't if have, a, if we you, win,
1: we'll get a lot of national attention. I right, think.
0: yeah. But I also worry that if we win and then kind of flounder after this, it's not gonna mean much that we won. Anyway. Sure. Um, all right, and then let's go. Last one, MVP pick for the season, your most outstanding and most valuable player on the team. Uh, JB, you lead us off.
1: So I think it's going to be uh, Terry Wilson touchdown Terry, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. or Terry touchdown. You, know, I don't know, you really go either way yeah. on it. Um, Trevor
0: Trevor Wilson. <laughs>
1: um, he got hurt early in the season last year. We had to you know put a running back in to play quarterback. Wide uh, I'm sorry, a wide receiver in. Yeah, so um, the Raiders
0: tried to make him a running back he, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, so. Uh, he's recovered. He has a lot to prove. So I just hope he gets a. a I just think he's going to be a, a real asset for
3: us. Connor, uh, I'm going to switch it up. Oh, okay.
0: So before Connor picks his and I, pick him, we all had Terry Wilson written on our. I can oh, did. See we? Yeah, yeah, I, I have know. Terry Wilson yeah, yeah, mine yeah, as mine as well. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, no, I, I think not. that's a that's a great pick. I think to all the reasons you said. I think that's why we had him yeah. is that he's going to be a fantastic. Like he's 12 and three as a starter in his career at Kentucky. I mean, that's the, the, one of the best winning percentages. But yeah.
3: right. I, I just forgot his uh, position. Uh, but uh, what's his name? Chris O's? Okay, yeah. I think Chris O's. On the, the, on the job. defensive yeah. side? John yeah. Wynwoods. Okay. A guy. Uh, that's
0: a good pick. I mean, I think our defense is going to be really, really good this year. So that's that's not a bad pick. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit kind of homer pick as well. I was going to go Terry, oh. and then I kind of figured he'd be picked. I know going to go. I'm going to go Darian Kennard. Why am I going to go him? You just keep going. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. With Darren Connor. <laughs> he's our highest-rated offensive lineman. He'll go highest in the draft, probably of any Kentucky player. He'll go in the first round, probably. Depending on how good of a year he could go as high as top ten, um, but he's definitely gonna go in, in the first round. Uh, and he, he's he's St. Ignatius Wildcat, my alma mater. Uh, we've actually talked about him a little bit on the show prior. Um, his mom is a nurse um, here, in studying or studying to be a nurse. She is a nurse, but she's yeah. studying.
1: I think to be a nurse practitioner okay for getting um, her mba like she's yeah. like
0: single single mom they have a very close-knit relationship uh real big guy he's gonna be big a guy real big guy <laughs> um and, and, but i think i leaned more him if our season doesn't go as well if we're five and five or, or worse god forbid i think that's why he'd be that because if that's the case terry didn't have a great season yeah um, so that's why I'm gonna, I'll go with Darian.
1: Canari. Didn't you uh, communicate with him on social media? Yeah.
0: Uh, yes, I did. And I don't, we might not have talked about that. So when he uh, went ahead and committed to Kentucky. Um, Wait, I should did,
1: we talk about it? Is this legal? Like,
0: Yeah, he'd already legal. committed. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know who I am. I mean, this podcast does reach about 80 people in a good week. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. you. might be listening. We've
1: lost our Afghanistan listener. Or, 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 oh no, he's uh, back in Louisville. Uh, yeah, that's,
0: we're not worldwide anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Rob might listen still somewhere. Yeah. Wait, what about Canadian guy, the farmer? Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe somewhere. <laughs> um, so when he committed, I just shot him an, uh, a quick message. I dro- I slid into his DMs on Twitter, and I just said, "Hey man, um, I'm a." You him up wild- on the Twitter huh? I'm a fellow Wildcat, <laughs> uh, Ignatius Wildcat, and. Uh, been down here in Lexington for 10-plus years um, and just said, hey, we're so glad you're going to be playing down here. Um, we're looking forward to you in the bluegrass. Um, and he messaged me back, and he said, thanks, man. Can't wait to get started. Go Cats. Yeah. Um, so pretty cool. He didn't have to do that. I mean, he's obviously gotten way bigger since then, but just um, kind of just it's an Ignatius man, Jamie. We call ourselves Ignatius men, and uh, that's what he is. So.
1: Well, I think he's in the, the, the epitome of – how sports can help someone.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, well, and to that point, um, he, um, we have aid programs for our high school and he was a recipient of one of those um, in order to be able to go to the high school that I attended. Um, and so yeah, and he's made the most of his opportunities. And then, so not only has he gotten the opportunities, he's done everything he can with them. And I think that's why he's gonna be a great pro, probably get his jersey. Great. We're at a podcast. Yeah. All right. So, big year for the Cats. Can't wait for kickoff on Saturday. We'll take a quick break and then we'll end up this episode.
3: I got a whole lot of money. Yo, yo, bitches got it from me. Yo, yo, Bottle key popping in water, man. Oh, Jackie. It's a party, it's
1: a party, it's a party. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Now I'm putting them on the bill. All right, welcome back. We were just talking about off air, you know, pro term. <laughs> That's the term we use in the biz.
2: <laughs>
1: about uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, buying up all their unused. Uh, Uh, little tickets like at at a carnival Um, but producer Phil was saying like they have like 12 million dollars outstanding worth of tickets and could lose up to three million dollars if those were all turned in which reminded me of the airlines are actually going out and getting loans and they're using their um, frequent flyer mileage programs as like the collateral for those loans yeah interesting yeah which it seems weird because, like, it's not a real thing, right? Right. Yeah. But I guess with you, they, in a sense, save money. They like put money aside.
0: Right. Right. Earmarking when you
1: earn right. a point, they like put a dollar away, to pay to actually pay for that ticket. That you know, you get, at right, their cost. Right. Okay.
0: So, would you say in memoriam to Chuck E. Cheese's ticket? I guess. So yeah. So <laughs> way, to, way to kick off skip the memoriam. Give me a, skip
1: a little head here. Okay. Uh, this this in memoriam is. Uh, Uh, You know, I hate, but there's two very emotional ones, I think, for me at least to start. The first is, I think I've got on the record saying here, and and people disagree with this, but it is a book. It was a book written, I think, as from the manuscript of the movie, but Brian song. Oh, yeah, it was a book. Yeah. But it was, they wrote the book from, it's like the... What do you call it in a play? The the thing you read as you memorize the play, script, Uh, the script. Like it's just the script, right? Or like, Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, but they they took the book from the script of the movie, which is very usually it's made the other way around. Right. Um, but seventh grade reading, it was by far my favorite book. You know, yeah, even up there with Shane and Where the Red Fern Grows and all of it. Why are you
0: bringing this
1: up? Oh well, Sayers, the. uh, star of the book, uh, uh, the, of the Bears and the, the Bears. And the yeah. And, the and so he was uh, a, a native mm-hmm. Omaha. So he I was from Nebraska, played at Kansas, then played for the Bears, uh, but befriended Brian Picklow on the Bears. And this yep. was when George Hallis was still the coach. Uh, but it was a unique story because they were, um, I think, the first interracial roommates, like on. And became best friends. And became best friends. And then, unfortunately, Brian Piccolo uh, uh, developed cancer That's at a very a, early right. age, and his career was cut short, and uh, so all of that. So, in the movie is great, because Billy Dee Williams plays yeah, Gale yeah. Sayers, and then um, James Kahn plays yep. uh, Brian Piccolo.
0: Yeah, so. um, love that movie. Uh, it's it's the, the rewatchability is not very high, <laughs> once you kind of know where it's going, uh, but Interesting enough, uh, we watched that at I watched it in high school. Um, yeah. So I, we read the book at San Ignatius. We read the book or the script, whatever you want to call it, and then also ended up watching the movie.
1: Um, that was the best part of junior high. Reading was like you read the book and then you like right yes. Again, the same one, with the outsiders and yes, Shane. Yeah,
0: yeah all well, of the exactly.
1: same. Thing. And the movies were usually terrible for um, the most part. But yes, that one's a good one. It's a good one, but it was a it was a made for TV movie, and it was mm-hmm, one of the most mm-hmm. successful. Ever made for TV and movies?
0: 1971. Early,
1: yeah, 1970 or 1971. Yeah. So. Uh, my other in memoriam is pretty uh, expected was uh, RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Um, I'd say she's a modern day Lazarus. She's you know beat <laughs> cancer three times. Uh, people have just been predicting her to, I think, die on the bench for the last ten years. 87, pretty much. Right? yeah. Uh, she 87. Yep. She died on. Uh, 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 September 18th. Um, You might have
0: heard, um, I did not know this, when she was confirmed, she was a Clinton appointee, 98 uh, voted in favor. Which is incredible.
1: Well, that used to be the norm. 98 of 100 of the the, the senators. The thought is, the president should get his, unless there are big issues, Um, and modern day uh, Robert Bork is the only one who has been nominated but didn't get get through confirmation um so yes the the norm used to be that uh the senate would you know give a pretty hefty uh confirmation vote that's changed yeah um and so we won't get into the politics of of what's going to come next but she i think uh uh really in the she came out of law school could not get hired by a law firm Uh, So she became a law professor but took cases on on the side. She represented men uh, to kind of build herself up and and build her practice. Um, What we now call sex discrimination. Uh, She had some landmark cases early on in those. Uh, So she then, uh, by Carter, was nominated to the um, Washington, D.C. District Court of Appeals, which which is where Roberts was. It's where... Scalia was. It's where uh, Thomas was. So it's kind of like the a stepping stone, the little league to the to yeah. the big thing. Um, so she not only was uh, friends with Scalia from those days, and and Thomas, uh, but and then after yeah, when they yeah, when they're, they're all, the all on the court. So right. I thought, I think the Supreme Court is very a collegial body. Like no yeah. matter who their appointees are, they' they get along even though they combat okay. kind of against each other, but the um, remembrances that each justice wrote about her, I thought were very touching, and, and their relationships with with, with her. Right, so so, yeah. Who else you got? Those are those are my embomarians. Oh,
0: just a handful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily, um, a couple for me. We uh, this is actually some breaking news. Uh, breaking news. The Pac-12, um, is their season, their season is yeah. no longer in memoriam. They are now going to be playing, uh, so that means all the Power Five conferences will be playing football this fall. Uh, they're only playing a seven-game slate, and they're not going to start till November, which for most of the schools, other than probably Oregon and maybe Colorado, weather shouldn't be an issue going into November and December. I don't know what that means because it's so new. I don't know what that means in terms of them in the college football playoff or what's going to shake out there. I'm sure part of it was to try to give themselves a chance, but the Pac-12 has been so bad in recent years, and the fact they're only playing seven games, I, I don't know how that's going to work unless one team's just truly dominant and goes seven and zero. Oh. Uh, but so in memoriam to no teams but playing. The
1: interesting thing there is um, not all of them, but some of them, similar to the way Ohio State used to be, like um, their quarter schools. Um, right. So it was strange because and then
0: Ohio State even had done has done trimesters.
1: Yeah, but they're back. They're in straight semesters now, okay. like like us. But Oregon, Oregon State, uh, I think Berkeley has changed. But there there were a lot of quarter schools in the in wow. the Pac-10. Now the Pac-12. So um, that's why those August to September games, like there would be no students there because they weren't on campus yet. Got it. Um, so this is really kind of follows their academic schedule. Yeah, right. Anyway. It makes
0: sense. Um, Also, in memoriam, maybe in memoriam, the summer? uh, Do we think summer, do we think fall here? The last two weeks have been gorgeous. Um, Nice during the day, uh, cool at night. I've done a couple fire pits already this season. Um, All of us, three of us in here right now, wearing uh, shorts and three-quarters, long sleeves. It's uh, quarter zip weather. Season. Yeah. Uh, But um, still,
1: you know, we're still in an Indian summer. uh, Sure, I mean, it's (laughs) going to (laughs) be 80
0: on Saturday for the game, but... Once that sun goes down, it gets into the 50s. And we had some nights into the low 40s the last couple of weeks. Um, so maybe it's the Memorial Summer, which I'm all about, because the last couple of years, fall has been like a week. And then it goes straight from super hot to freezing cold, and we don't get this couple months of uh, shorts and uh, quarter zips. And I've upped my game. I've got a couple of new ones for this year. Good. So ready to so, go.
1: What about your beer diet?
0: Is that our okay, last... we're getting there. Okay. i got one more, JB. Uh, And the last one, this is kind of, uh, this happened yesterday, but it looks like in memoriam to the UK-UofL basketball game this year. Uh, If you haven't heard it, Chris Mack. uh, So UK came out earlier this week and kind of had set their uh, non-conference schedule, uh, which isn't great, but it is what it is. And we had space for one more game, which everyone assumed was going to be the UK-UofL game. Uh, And Chris Mack, the head coach of Louisville, came out yesterday and said, well, we're not sure we're gonna play it because it's not really fair because we played in Lexington last year and they had a full crowd, and then we're gonna play in Louisville this year, and we're not gonna get a full crowd, and then we'd have to go back next year to, to Rupp and they would have a full crowd. So we don't really think it's fair, so we're not sure if we're gonna play that game. What, like, what a little whine? Like, are you serious? You're not gonna play UK U of L, the biggest game for both teams, non conference of the year. It's always around the holidays between Christmas and new year's and you're just not going to play because you don't get a full young center. I mean, just if you want to talk about adding fuel to the fire and giving us more reasons to hate U of L, I think this jumps up to the top of uh, the recent memory.
1: I'm not, I'll believe it when, when I see it, I think we knowing football season uh, scheduling is how, what we've gone through with that. Like, you know, There, there's still a lot that could be done here. Yeah,
0: I don't disagree, but the fact that every other game on our schedule has been released and confirmed, and that's the only one. Maybe they're still negotiating. But I mean, regardless, how many
1: SEC football schedules did we see? Three, right? We saw three Big Ten schedules. So I think they're still revising. That will happen. uh,
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're still good, but it's just regardless, it's not a good. Like they just look like little bait. Like they like they're scared. Like I mean, if you want to play, let's play. Like let's, Anyway. Uh, and then my last one, you've referenced this a couple times, jumping the gun. Uh, in memoriam to me, drinking more liquor and not craft beer. I've probably actually drank more craft beer recently than... No, um, I've, I've drinking less craft beer than, than in past years, but I, I just can't do it. Like I, I mean, vodka's fine, bourbon's fine. Like, I, I like them, I mean... I like craft beer. That's my favorite drink of choice.
1: I mean, you were so poignant or, like, so dedicated last podcast. No, I wasn't that dedicated.
0: I said there was going to be days. just Uh happened to be more days. (laughs) (laughs) I still need to lose some weight, though, but anyway. But uh, Connor's got an in-memoriam for this week, so, Connie, take it away.
3: I do. So I was flipping through Instagram, and I followed Jerry News. So if you all don't follow Jerry News, they talk about some random stuff that happened and then some other things. So this one came across my feet today. Uh, By the way, before I start this off, do any of you all like black licorice? No, it's disgusting. Uh,
1: I don't mind it. It's it's, a very occasional thing. People of
3: his
0: age. (laughs) (laughs) But I
1: prefer the red twizzlers. No, by far, yeah, usually red. But what were those little red vines? No, I don't like red vines. I don't like the taste of red vines. But were those little candies that were like little like quarter inch. red licorice type little things do you want to talk like about i know what you're talking about but no, i don't
0: they're, they're called. i don't know if they have a name but it's it has a red licorice about, taste yeah. yeah i mean yeah. it has
1: to have a name it's a product
0: yeah but i mean yeah. it's <laughs> like a
1: licorice bite <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: you know what i mean like it's not sorry to interrupt
1: no sorry. no you're good no, you're good so i was just asking so apparently this
3: guy who is a 50 year old man died from eating too much black oh. licorice yeah i was confused about apparently that. so apparently black licorice uh, has a sweetener that can cause low potassium uh, Leads to abnormal heart uh, rhythms, high blood pressure, and cognitive health failure. So according to the FDA, if you're over the age of 40, you should only eat two or a little bit over um, ounces of uh, black licorice <laughs> twice not very much. every two weeks. Every two weeks? This this man was, was eating a bag and a half of black licorice a day. Ugh. He collapsed at a restaurant that died two days after.
0: That sounds disgusting.
1: Well, my fix would be I'd just eat a banana for every uh, package of liquor. There you to, go. Do you like bananas? I, I don't mind them. I love um, of, of the fruits, it's probably, like, one of my preferred ones. But I do know um, back in my managing conference days, when you're not eating a lot and you're under stress, like, you have to eat a banana so you don't wake up with those uh, blood, not blood clots, but yeah. uh, like what tennis players um, get. Stints. No, but, like, your... Uh, Cold feet? No, like, your your legs get freeze up and, and like, us... Uh,
0: uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't... It's like a
3: blood flow thing. It's
1: yes, like, but if you're low on potassium, it... Rigor mortis? No,
3: no. <laughs> Chuck that Woolery... Guy, that guy might have had it. I got you.
1: Chuck Woolery has a advertisement for a cream uh, on live? Sirius XM Radio. Oh, yeah.
0: Chuck Woolery? Yeah. yeah. Love Connection? Tune two, two. Yeah. Um, well... I, Black Lyrics might go out of business because that guy might be the guy keeping them going. Yeah, no, no. I know. Black Who? Like, I don't know where are you. Using I mean, Kroger has them in, like, those little candy things. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, when Kroger has their generic brand.
3: And I've, probably Brock's probably still makes it. Well, he it. was in Massachusetts, so they brought a lot of, like, ice cream places and shit. There was, candy, you know, candy ma- shops. malt shops. Candy shops. <laughs>
0: there was this. They don't have Ruth so... Yeah.
1: Years ago, there was this steakhouse in Okaboji that. That was like instead of like having the little mitts on the counter, there was black licorice. Keep it, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, um, I'm gonna. Is that all? So we got birthdays. I'm gonna jump the gun, please, because Connor, we messed up last episode. Mm -hmm. We missed probably the most important birthday in the last few weeks. We celebrated it. We talked about it, but we never wished a happy birthday to JB. So, uh, happy birthday, JB. We're sorry that we missed it. We did celebrate, but we, we did. didn't mention it on the pod. So September 7th is your birthday. It was Labor Day this year. Uh, we had a great time, but, uh, happy belated birthday on the pod. We told you in person. Thank so you. You're welcome. Um, I'll, I'll just mind. finish up mine. Yeah. Um, we talked about it last pod, but mere Twins' fourth birth, uh, anniversary. The reason I'm bringing it up again is because it is, uh, the next weekend, um, uh, <laughs> so we, uh, so they're going to have some big stuff They're releasing a bunch of beers um, They have a couple can releases A couple bottle releases and uh, So I will be checking out uh, Their birthday next weekend And then uh, this past Sunday One of our loyal listeners, wives And who we're going for the bachelor party uh, It was Michaela's birthday yeah, this you. past uh, Sunday So we want to uh, give her A happy birthday as well
1: Okay. All right, to wrap things up, Celebrity Birthdays today, uh, former CNN anchor, now Fox Business Channel anchor, Lou Dobbs. I don't know who that is. Uh, you would, if you saw his picture, you would know who it is. Okay. He's 75. He looks much older than that. poor uh-huh. guy. Um, and then, shout out to Kyle, Stephanie McMahon yeah. is 44 today, he of WWE he he did not, but I'm just doing it on his behalf. Oh,
0: he did give us the one, um, the wrestler Yeah. The memorial. yeah. I don't remember. It was the yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, there we go, Kyle.
1: Um, historical birthdays today. F. Scott Fitzgerald, my favorite author, was oh, his birthday today. Nice. And then also Jim Henson, who played a big part oh, in my childhood. The Muppets. The Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Sesame, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Uh, tomorrow, Will Smith will be 51. Wow.
0: I mean, that sounds right, yeah. but, I mean, man, you don't think of the Fresh Prince being 51.
1: He was really in his 30s when he was playing that high school character. No, kind
0: he of. was in his teens. No, but I, on the show, oh, yeah. I guess he was early 20s. Yeah. I
3: probably said his worst movie was.
0: Because that was, after like, Earth that was because... probably 20, 20, 27 years ago, so he's 24. So, yeah, 24 playing in high school. Black and then, um, what? Black Don't Crack.
1: <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Donald Glover is 36. So does that oh. mean the Childish Gambino is 36, too? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> the,
3: uh, I, that, that is correct. What's the <laughs> show, Atlanta? Uh, yeah.
1: Yes. His current ship? What? What's it on? Atlanta.
3: Atlanta. Um, uh, FX. FX. Yeah. Or FXX. FXXXX.
1: And then. Um, FX. And then on, <laughs> nine twenty six. Serena Williams turns thirty eight. <laughs> so is she the older one or the younger one? I well, can. She's now... the younger one. Venus okay. is the older one. So, so is she's forty. She
0: the... Yeah, she's married to like the. Um, the um...
1: He's the CEO of some yeah, web company, Reddit. right? Reddit. Reddit.
0: Reddit. Yeah, the yeah. Reddit guy. He's a t- tall, skinny, white dude. Mm-hmm. It's Arrego. just they're just weird. Like I don't like. I think she's gross.
1: No, <laughs> I hate to end the podcast on that note, I mean, but uh, that's all I've got here.
0: Out, <laughs> I just, I've always just found her manly and gross. Like she's got to dominate that guy. Just <laughs> let's go,
3: <laughs> They got a baby too. Oh boy! I think they have two. Uh, uh, we might, we might get kicked off of spotify
0: now no, I, no it has nothing to do with anything other than i just don't like her like i just think she's gross okay I like Venus, fine. you can put
1: that on the joe albert subreddit <laughs> <laughs> on the, all right on the lex, Serena, if, on you're,
3: the, if you're listening i'm sorry on the we get on the lex, get deeper we went deeper
1: on. That. yeah well we're upset we didn't get to see we didn't get to see her play tennis when she was like a stone's yeah, throw went, away from yeah, your I new house
0: because oh, yeah. she's gross yeah well, okay, I gave you an there, and then you <laughs> no. just you just no, double down. I, I, been, I mean, she is probably the greatest female athlete, or one of the greatest female athletes. No, but isn't
1: the other one? No, Serena's oh, way that's better. That's right. Yeah, Serena's yeah. way better than Venus.
0: Okay. No. Anyway. All right. Well, this um, has been uh, okay. real
1: enjoyable. Not that our podcasts aren't, but this seems like yeah, one of the more went
0: off the rails a little bit, which I think, I don't think uh, so I make this no, no, in a good way, like or off on tangents more than rails. Um, Sorry, we're like, no, on the rails. No,
1: no, no. I need to re- report back from our. Um, I gave a T-ball report from our last last. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, our yes. viewer, our one of our viewers, wrote in. So the the Eastern Little <laughs> League, right. the Eastern Little League, which is the predominant Little League in Lexington, <laughs> their wee ball and T-ball teams are named after minor league teams. So there is um, Cardinals
0: Reds or no 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 no
1: oh. minor league teams. So oh. legends, um uh, my, what, what were we talking about? The um, not. So now you have lug nuts is one. So that's in East Lansing, I think. Yeah. Um and then uh, yeah, so I've 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 misplaced them all in my mind right now. But yeah, so follow up from last week that they the little league or not the T ball and we ball teams <laughs> are based on minor league baseball teams and then I think when you get into the upper levels of Oh the, the mud dogs. Mud Dogs.
0: Mud Dogs. I know yeah. oh, okay. Woof, woof. Yeah. Okay.
1: Lug nuts, yeah, yeah, all those.
0: So, my, my fancy baseball team with Greg Turcotte, our team's name is Lexington Lugnuts. Nice. Oh yeah. So yeah. Lugnuts. <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, no closing thoughts again. Um, it was just fun to get back and do this, so we'll do this in a couple weeks. Sounds good. So, until next time, let's get let's to get it. Let's get to it. Go, Cats. Woo! Catterday.
3: And this is my town. Yeah, this is
0: my town.